Holy and loving God, write a message on our hearts, bless us, direct us, and send us out. Living letters of the word. Amen. Again, a very good morning and welcome to the 2016 annual meeting of the Chapel of the Cross. It is good to see all of you this morning. And I want to thank the wardens and the vestry and the staff and the altar and flower guilds and the hospitality committee and all of those who worked so hard and changed their routines to make this Sunday possible. And I want to begin with a quick story. For the past several Novembers, I have served as the chaplain for Thanksgiving at Canuga, a gathering of families from all across the southeast at a conference center not unlike the Gray Center, just south of Asheville, North Carolina, for a few simple days of fellowship and respite and worship in honor of the Thanksgiving holiday. And in my sermon on Thanksgiving Day, I told the people gathered there about the church that I served, about the Chapel of the Cross, and about the Johnstone family and how they had lived in North Carolina and had established the first Chapel of the Cross in what is now known as Chapel Hill, North Carolina, the home of the University of North Carolina, my beloved's alma mater, and how then that family moved to Mississippi and established a second Chapel of the Cross in Madison, where I served, and then some even the third chapel in Rolling Fork. And then I went on with my sermon for the day. And a couple days later, I was in the dining hall and a gentleman came up to me and he introduced himself and he said he lived in, in Chapel Hill. And he said, I go to the real Chapel of the Cross. <laughs> I really hope I made my mama proud in that moment. Because there were certain things I wanted to say, but I bit my tongue. But I'll share with you, maybe I'll confess with you this morning, that I said, oh really? You do not know how real my parish is. For we are rockin' and rollin' at the Chapel of the Cross in Madison, Mississippi. And I would like you to see how real we really are. So there. <laughs> and I would have meant it. For this has been a great year at the chapel. Our worship and music has been fulsome. We are seeing newcomers not only from around here, but from Jackson and beyond. We are, folks are further engaging with our mission and our ministries and our formation opportunities. Our children and our youth are making friendships that will last a lifetime. And they are planting roots in this place that will forever be their spiritual home. And that being said, this past year has not been without its challenges. Little did I know as we gathered for this meeting one year ago that much of the staff would turn over in the past, in the next months. 
This was not by design or plot. When I arrived at the chapel, I was thrilled with the quality of the staff, and I was looking forward to working with them for a long time. But the ebbs and flows of life took many of them away, and we miss them. And don't tell anyone I said this, but I think they miss us too. <laughs> but the Holy Spirit, and I have felt the Holy Spirit moving each time we have called a new staff member to this place. That Spirit has blessed us profoundly, and we have been able to assemble a new team, and they are amazing. They are competent, they are professional, they are productive, they are collaborative, and they imbue all that they do with the mission of this place and the joy of serving their God. Will and Janet and Courtney and Michael and, and Julie and Dana and James, all of you are excellent. You serve us well, and I am honored to be your colleague. So I want to talk about four foci for the coming year, four areas that I will be thinking about in 2016. One is communications. When Judy Barnes retired, I saw an opportunity to retool that position from a primarily secretarial role to what is really needed in a 21st century parish, and that is a communicator. Julie Ray Brown has met this task, and we are working to increase the quantity, quality, and reach of our communications. We have not fully accomplished our goals. Those are ongoing, and there is always room for improvement. But I feel good about how we are better using our email, our social media, and even old school methods like bulletin inserts and announcements. And in fact, this morning, as we are enjoying our potluck lunch, we'll be passing out a little, a little gifty, a little something for everyone, a new car sticker for everybody. I encourage you to put this on your car and show the, uh, and even if you don't have a car, we'll find something for you to put. <laughs> and show Central Mississippi how many of us there are and invite them to join us here at the chapel. The real chapel. <laughs> Furthermore, this year we will be bringing back our mailed newsletter sent on a quarterly basis, not only with calendars and information, but also articles and reflections. And we will also be better using our website. And I want to show something to you, and I'm dangerously mixing technology here, so if this doesn't work, I apologize. Please work. <laughs> It takes a moment to come on. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> and there was much rejoicing. Okay. 
Sorry about that. I didn't want you staring at this during the uh, service of the word, so I thought I would turn it off, and that was obviously a poor choice. So, so as I said, we have had a very nice website. The folks who worked on it did a great job. It, it was, um, you know, it was solid. It, it, it was our presence. But really, what I want us to do with our website is to both be a place of functionality for current members to get information, but also, and probably more importantly, to reach out to new members and to share the Chapel of the Cross with them. This will go live next week. This is our new website. Um, it reflects the beauty of this place, uh, but also is a functional tool for us to use. It will have calendars that are up to date, um, that, so you can go and see what's going on. Um, it will also have exciting things like minutes. There will be minutes and bylaws and policies and all of those important things that make sure we function as a parish. But it will also welcome, it will welcome new members to the parish to teach them about our, uh, our history, um, but it will be a place where we can engage with the staff. Hopefully I won't break anyone's computer screens with a picture of me. Um, but a place where folks can engage with us. Um, it'll be folks where people will be able to contact us with, you know, to request that they would like to join the chapel or they're looking to find out more about the chapel or request a chapel tour or apply for day in the country to be a vendor. All of that, uh, Information will be there. Or buy a cookbook. <laughs> It'll be a place where people can learn about special services, about baptizing their children, or about confirmation, or just about all the different things that are going on here. Our new website will be a place where we can um, highlight our ministries. Um, how important our children and youth are to us. I love this picture so much. Um, we can see our youth ministries here. And being a 21st century website, it is also scalable, and you'll be able to look at it on your phone or on your tablet. And so it'll be a place, um, like I said, where you can go as a current member to seek information, but also for new members to find um, a spiritual home. Um, there is, we have big hopes for this website. Um, as you look at it in the coming weeks, if you see functionality that you would like added, please let us know. One example, for instance, right now, there's a stewardship page, and you can download a, a copy of the 2016 pledge card. And we are till, still taking 2016 pledges, if you are so interested. But for 2017, you'll be able to fill out that pledge card on the website directly. So as we continue, as you look at it, as you use it, I want this to be a functional tool for the parish think about how we can improve it and let us know so we continue to work with this website.
So we will be doing this more and more to improve our communications in 2016. In 2016, I also want to improve our stewardship. This fall, with the able help of Richard Robertson, we took a good step forward in focusing our stewardship, in explaining our theology of stewardship, and better inviting folks to give. And these efforts saw positive results in multiple areas, and Scott will speak to that in a moment. But I believe we can do more a better job of saying thank you throughout the year, a better job of engaging with folks who do not pledge, a better job of making the invitation to give personal and using the power of our relationships to improve the investment in this place. Stewardship can cause, that word can cause nausea for some. But for me, I look forward to going deeper in 2016. In 2016, I want to improve how we welcome newcomers. Shortly, I'll be gathering a welcoming team that will develop a specific step-by-step -step strategy on how we welcome someone who is searching for a spiritual home. From the second that searcher steps on our campus, I want us to have a plan on how that person will be greeted how that person will be made to feel welcome and wanted, how they will be followed up with, how they will be engaged, and what, once we get our claws into them, how they will be plugged in. <laughs> our location, our people, our beauty, our mission, these all have us primed to grow. All we need is a plan and to press go. And finally, in 2016, I want to improve our adult formation. One highlight of the parish survey that was done during the search process was that people want to learn about their God, about this chapel, and about their tradition. And in 2016, I want to help to start to meet that need. I'm thrilled by our Sunday morning offerings from the lectionary Bible study to the Covington Room group to the growing as parents. I am also thrilled by the spirit in our Wednesday Bible study and our Friday morning chapel brotherhood. And I like our special series from the great conversation on the first Wednesdays of the month to guest speakers like uh, Dr. Story, who was with us from Millsaps the past two Sundays, lecturing on British history for Episcopalians. And this fall, I'm very excited that we will be starting a new curriculum called A Year with the St. John's Bible. And here is a little video that can teach you more about it. I'm grateful to say that's the end of our use of technology this morning. St. <laughs> John's Bible was a illuminated text commissioned in the late 90s and finished in 2011. And we will be receiving a copy of the Gospel and the Book of Acts. And through not only the text of the Scripture, but also 
the art of the illuminations. This, will, this curriculum will enable us to dive deeper into those texts than we, um, than we could even imagine. And so I look forward to that. That will begin this September, our year with the St. John's Bible. And I could go on and on about the great work that Janet and the catechesis of the Good Shepherd teachers and the Children's Church volunteers are doing with our children, or the great plans that Courtney has with our youth, or what's in store for our young adults with Will's new young adult ministry, and on and on and on. There is a lot going on here at the chapel, and I am ever so grateful to be here and to serve with you. It is indeed my honor and privilege. The other day I went and visited Paul Day. Many of you know Paul. He was one of the founding members of the parish, one who got it back off the ground uh, after it had, the chapel had sat stagnant for so many years. And he and Darlene and I sat and we visited and uh, we talked and we chatted. Near the end of our conversation, I asked him, what is it that brought you to the chapel? And he said, this was the first place where I got on my knees to pray. And he spoke about growing up in other traditions where he said he would just sit and listen to the preacher. And I know as well as anybody, that can get awfully boring. <laughs> but this was a place where he connected with God. The chapel is a place where the connection with God is palpable, it is powerful, it is evident, it is working. And now it is time to take that connection, our connection with God, our connection with each other, and connect more people to it. So I look forward to an excellent 2016, a time of connections.